0: Hello and welcome to the Kosh. I'm your host, Timber Smith. And um, once again, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, you know what? This morning, uh, the, yeah, you know, if you guys didn't know, when I really like to record to show is I like to do it early, early in the morning uh, because I find that that's when the energy is the best um, and we want to give you our best. Um, and this morning, Like most episodes, I am super excited about who we have as a guest. Um, This week's guest is Grace Lim. Grace, how are you doing over there? I'm
1: doing great. How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Um, We're going to jump right in. All right. And we're jumping right in because uh, if if you know anything about Grace, Grace don't mess around. And she was like, let's get her done. I was like, yes, we can make that happen. That's facts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Grace, can you please share a little something about yourself and uh, what is your connection to the Kosh?
1: I teach at the University of Wisconsin-Oshkosh. I've taught in the journalism department, and currently I teach a class for our um, sophomores, a class called Telling Stories for Fun, Profit, and World Peace. And it's for um, students of all disciplines, and it's about community engagement and the power of storytelling.
0: Okay, um, give us more grace. Where 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 you were you born raised? The cash? Are you where did you come
1: from? Okay, so my journey to Oshkosh really began in a tiny island country called um, Taiwan, which is about ninety miles off the um, off the coast of China. And uh, my parents, um, you know, the culture that we came from is is is. Uh, culture that values the male child Ooh, and so here's the thing they had, they had my parents had uh, you know a son my older brother and me but the, my parents did not really believe in that school of thought they believed that both their children you know deserve equal opportunity to deserve a, a chance to thrive and be productive citizens of society so uh, my dad uh, came to america to to find that that um now the streets that's paved with gold. You know, <laughs> the image of America way back when, right? So right. he came to America to um, earn. He was a he was actually a poor. Uh, pastor in the um, mountains of Taiwan, and um, he was very fortunate to get an education, and then he came to America to earn um, his master's degree. He was a pastor and got a, a, a master's degree in divinity. Then he you know, worked to bring my mom over, and then um, I came to America with my brother when we were seven and five years old, and um, we loved this country. Um, proud to be little Americans then and proud to be American now, and um, I loved this country that I had adopted this you know, our family gave us these amazing opportunities to be truly productive citizens of the society. So, from there, um, Greg, I, I mean, it's a, it's a truly ridiculously long story, but I'm going to shorten this. I majored in journalism at the University of, West, uh, University of Texas in, um, in Austin, and I earned my master's degree in, um, at Columbia University in New York City my then fiance and I had an agreement. He followed me to Miami where I worked for the Miami Herald as a reporter.
0: Oh, the, the Miami Herald. Yep, That's I, big.
1: Yeah. 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 And I, I, so I worked there and, um, he, our agreement was for him to um, earn his master's degree. And, um, and he wanted to be a teacher. And then we were p- planning on going back to Austin where we both earned our undergraduate degrees. And, um, But then his advisor convinced him to earn his PhD, and for those of you who have gone to a graduate program, it's one of those, those (laughs) very—it's a—it's a a journey where you don't know where it's going to end. Actually, so actually, whatever where it ended was here in Oshkosh. Um, My husband, um, you know, he was going to be a high school teacher in Austin, but then when he ended up getting his PhD. Um, you go where the job is, and the job was here. And he said, "Came home one day, 's honey, we're going to Oshkosh, and here we are.'"
0: Where you like? Where's Oshkosh?
1: Exactly. <laughs> I certainly did not know anything about Wisconsin other than the Green Bay Packers and cheese, and and, and maybe Oshkosh, but gosh. And um, we had two <laughs> young boys then. And, um, there was, you know, they were how old? Uh, five and three, six and three. And I said, uh, yeah, where the, where the heck is Oshkosh? But I got to tell you, we moved up here in, in 2002, and um, we love it here. I mean, this is, I tell my friends who live in the big cities and everything, I said, this is a place. This is a place where the saying, um, it takes a village to raise your children, is absolutely true. Um, we created a, um, a village of friends, and, and we raised our children together, and this is just a wonderful place to be. I
0: agree. Um there's something to be said for that, right? The kosh has that feel. Um, you know, and and you it you can find your village here, you know. And you I, I think it's hilarious that you had this the stereotypical view that I think everyone has when you're you hear Oshkosh and you're not from I or Wisconsin even and you're not from Wisconsin and you're like, uh, isn't that like just farms and cows and cheese <laughs> and the Packers. Right. The that Packers. is that is hilarious. All right, um, I want to mention one more thing. So, just because uh, I think I think it's uh, cool for the listeners to know that um, you are a huge part of the Humans of Oshkosh series.
1: Oh, yeah, no, Uh, yeah, I totally I can't believe I forgot that I am the founder of the humans of Oshkosh, which is on Facebook. So all of you listening, go to Facebook and follow us. And what it is, is a, um, you know, it it was a takeoff from the humans of New York, um, Facebook page. And that was started, I think, in 2010, by this young man named Brandon Stanton. And this one, this guy, he was only like 26 years old back then, and he was working in Chicago as a, as in high finance. So this was a young kid, you know, a kid. But he was like 26, 27, and he was like, you know, working in this high finance, making big big bucks. But then, the, uh, the, uh, the crash, you know, the, you know, he got, he got laid off, and he didn't know what to do, and he decided to, you know, um, go into his passion, which is actually ph- uh, photography. So he moved to New York and started taking pictures of people that he would meet on in public places and yeah and he was just taking pictures of them and posting them but he was not getting any traction. He was trying to, you know, drum up business as a photographer. Then what happened was he created a page called Humans of New York and started to not only take the pictures of these people that he would meet, he would talk to them and then write their stories in their own voice and and then post them and then it just started blowing up and it was amazing. He would meet so many different people and get people to share their stories and then when I saw that I was like wow this is really cool. As a former reporter I still have this urge to talk to people and I don't want to freak people out when I go up to strangers and talk to them but with an excuse like hey I am am the instructor at UW Oshkosh my students and I produce a page called Humans of Oshkosh. Could I talk to you for a couple minutes? It was cool that you know people would talk. So since we've had this page, since, we started in 2014, and we have produced more than 4,000 stories. And I've just Bruh. finished. <laughs> That's 4,000. 4,000 stories and produced eight books. So I mean, I'm incredibly proud of my students' work, and I am so proud of this project. And we have done. um I got to tell you, we've talked to people from you know the, you know the governor. Of Wisconsin to you know the, uh, people who are recovering in uh, uh, you know in, from from addiction to to um, you know our local heroes, our first responders, and <clears throat> we have talked to a lot of people. And the whole idea was for my students to go out and, and, and see the world from multiple people's perspective and learn about their stories and 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 and, and be connected as community.
0: I gotta say, uh, as someone who's been lucky enough, uh, to have done a few of the humans of Oshkosh interviews, um, and keeps up with it and follows it, uh, it's amazing. Um, and the stories, I mean, they're just so raw, um, authentic and the picture helps like that to connect the narrative with the, with a picture so you can see the individual, like it's just really cool. And, um, I like the fact, like, sometimes there's, like, not a beginning or an end. There's just, like, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, so what you, I tell my students that we're not getting the, peep, the person's um, entire life story. We're just going to get into the the person's, a glimpse into that person's life. And one of my favorite stories, can I share that with you? Yeah, dude? no, yeah, no, well, you're sharing it with the college
0: <laughs> listeners. Let's go for it.
1: So one of my favorite stories is, it was, it's actually occurred, occurred in the first um first semester, we didn't know what we were doing. And I just, you know, I had, I had to set parameters for my students, like if I go out and just say, you need to come back with 10 stories of people, and they would just go to talk to their, you know, their, their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their, maybe their parents, and then, you know, and their, their doormate, whatever, but it would be a very narrow view of a 18 year old, 19 year old life okay and then so what i had done was i said okay you get to you need to talk to somebody who works behind the counter and um because oftentimes we you know those who are being served forget to that the people behind the counter are those who are serving us and they are also people and they are they have their own lives and their own stories i i wanted them to also talk to um somebody over the age of 70 um who is not their grandparent you know because again the um you know those the you, I mean, we value youth and beauty and and, and and vitality and and somehow a segment of our population that does not fall into that are forgotten. So and then I had them talk to somebody who wears a uniform. Again, sometimes the uniform. Um, you know, you forget the person behind that uniform. So I had all these parameters, and one of them actually is, a, you know, you find a person of color to, to, to talk to them, because Oshkosh is pretty homogenous. I mean, we're talking, um, I think it's like 92%, 93% white, and then, then there, there there's the rest of us. And um, for those of you who don't know, I mean, I am, I am of, of Taiwanese descent, and— um, so i know there are people of color here <laughs> <laughs>
0: we we do exist <laughs> it is
1: it is not
0: uh yeah we wait where we're becoming a prominent force uh in Ashkash?
1: <laughs> that's right that's right so yeah so the so one of the um one of my students came back with this really great great story and um yeah, you know, she had just attended a wedding over the weekend, and she came back, and the story was this. Um, uh, she had asked the person a question, what advice would you give to um, these newlyweds? And the woman, and you could tell that she's, you know, she's an older, um, a, a senior, and she said something like, you know, don't ever go to bed angry. Um, but there's a time when my, hus- my husband and I um, didn't sleep for like a month and a half, <laughs> which just made me laugh. Right. But it was like, wow, that is, you know, just those two lines showed so much about this woman's, her life, her marriage, her sense of humor. And I was like, wow, this is great. That's so I said, I told the students, stand up and tell the people, tell your classmates, how did you get the story? She took, she said, I looked around for the oldest person in the room. And I walked up to her and says, hello, are you over the age of 70?
0: i mean <laughs> that's it huh just it's just that simple hey uh so well
1: that was like oh man i gotta i gotta i gotta go i gotta go 10 steps back and i gotta teach them how to say hello my name is grace Lim. i am a student at uw oshkosh we're doing this project i mean you don't go up to strangers and say hello are you over the age of 70 uh, you know what it worked the woman laughed and say yes, and then share that really, really awesome tidbit um, about her and her husband her, her and her her marriage. So I just love that.
0: I, I, I think people are very understanding of students and, and very forgiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fabulous. Okay. Are you ready to jump in? Sure. All right. Segment one. What in the world is going on with? That's where you start off with the phrase, What in the world is going on with? And you tell us what's on your mind? What's Aaron Rodgers? Oh, you didn't waste no time. I, Jump in. Let's I, talk about
1: it. Oh my gosh! You know, I have been a fan. I mean, moving to Ash, you know, moving to Wisconsin, you have to. It's it's law. Once you cross the borders, you got to be a Packers fan. You just can't. That's you true. Can't. Like you That's can't be anything else. So, and, 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 oh, and I my husband and I, we are all in. Actually, I'm a more all in than he is. I mean, I'm I am there watching every game. I am yelling at the TV. In fact, I remember the year, the year that we won the Super Bowl. All my friends were together, and all the women were in one big room. We got the big TV because the husbands cannot stand our screaming and yelling, and they had to go to another room and watch it on a tiny little TV.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you took TV control.
1: Yeah, but. so Aaron, though, I mean, I know the this, this summer, summer had been crazy. The summer had been crazy. You know, the, is he coming back? What's up with that? But I've been on Team Aaron this whole time. I said, you know what? He's going to come back. He's going to come back. It's going to be okay. He's just feeling a little, you know, upset. But this latest thing, man, I just say, oh, gosh, you know. I know there are going to be people out there who don't agree with what you know what I, I believe in, and 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 you know, I believe in science and I believe in the vaccines. But the thing is, I, I don't even care. I mean, truth be told, if he does not want to be vaccinated, fine. Just be truthful about it. Don't let people believe that you are vaccinated and you're following the rules. I mean, you have rules. I mean, there's a rules for the for you know in his organization. Okay, so the the betrayal was more of. That he's not the fact that he's not vaccinated, but more of the fact that he lied and then put p- other people in jeopardy and perhaps our season. And now, now I'm co- totally conflicted because I love the Packers. I mean, is the you know is Aaron Rodgers the Packers per se? I mean, what am I going to do? I mean, I actually, was thinking with my friends that maybe we don't watch. When he's actually holding the ball, but when we can open our eyes, when somebody else is holding the ball, <laughs> <laughs> This seems like a lot of work. I know he holds the ball a lot. I know, I know, I know. And here's and then here's another thing about society too. I mean, it's like we love winners, man. We do. We lo- we forgive a lot if you're a winner, which is and there's something you know, that's, that's, the that's another conversation we can have another day. But so I'm afraid that I, my, you know. My thing with Aaron, I mean, we kind of broke up, but gosh, you know, if we start winning again, I'm going to say, is everything forgiven? I don't know. I don't know. I'm conflicted.
0: I think you are in the same space as the rest of Wisconsin, or at least some of Wisconsin, because some Wisconsin don't care. Some Wisconsin is defending it to the end, and some Wisconsin actually thinks it was about being vaccinated or not. And I'm exactly where you're at. I'm not a huge Packers fan, but, you know, I'm born and raised Wisconsin, so I'm Packer fan enough.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Well, it's it's I don't even know
1: why we're friends.
0: (laughs) Well, because we are. (laughs) We're we're part of that 7%. That's really what it is, Grace. We have to stick together. We got to stick together. Um, But I was frustrated with it because of that. Just, like, I find it contradictory, like, that societally these same people who are saying, ah, well, it's his choice to get vaccinated or not. And I agree with that. It is totally his choice to get vaccinated, but it's not his choice to follow the rules. And these are the same people who are constantly like, well, if the people would just follow the rules, these things wouldn't happen to them. Right? Right. right. Same people, but they're willing to overlook this. Yeah, no.
1: That's because he's a winner. You and, know what I mean? He's a star. I mean, it's like, it's like a we have this in society. I think we have this. We do have blinders for winners. Yeah. And that is, that is, yeah, I, I, I like I said, so tomorrow's going to be interesting. I don't know. I have no idea how I'm going to do because I'm going to cheer for the Packers. You know what I mean? I'm going to cheer for the Packers no matter what. Well, I tell you, the way my wife, and, and I do think
0: this is the way most Wisconsin is going to do it, and, and even myself, once he came out and said I was wrong and I screwed up, I'm good with that, right? Just own it just uh, own okay. own the mistake oh well, because i don't think we can hold i'm not trying to write it off cuz i'm not writing right. it off cuz at, at the end of the day like there's some there's some privilege there right that you thought you could get away with this like you didn't you just didn't care like you 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 knew you weren't being honest honest and you you put it in our face right you know
1: yeah i mean that's that, that was the thing is that if he were following the NFL protocols, which they came up with their own rules. Right. So he's, exactly. He launched that organization and he was not following it, but it's not just the, not following it. He was putting, yeah, we can get into this, but you know, he, and then he was, he was putting other people in, at risk and, um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, but you know what though? I love the Packers. We're just going to, I'm going to stick with the Packers and whoever's our quarterback. I'm going to, I'm going to cheer for that. the, tech, the team.
0: Fair <laughs> so, enough. <laughs> I fair enough. Okay, my what in the world is going on with is what in the world is going on with this Kyle Rittenhouse trial? Like I'm gonna put this out here, y'all, because I'm feeling some kind of way about this. Look, if if you ain't figured it out, and and that look, this he's about to get off. I don't care what nobody say, and it is the consensus. Uh, uh, uh. That that there's a lot of feelings out here that this dude's finna get off, and like I, like I don't want to ever see a young person throw away their life, right? I don't think that's a good look. But and I'm not as even. I I'm I'm tripping about the trial, but I'm tripping about the judge. Oh, like this judge feels biased. Oh god, the you know, stuff yeah. he's saying just yeah. feels. I mean,
1: bias. This, this, I mean, this is it's a it's a. It, this situation is um, is bigger than really just this tri- trial. I mean, this yes. this this is more of you know we need to elect officials who will be appointing you know um, judges. I mean, like truly fair judges and um, you know qualified judges. But and then also for us, we are voting for elected officials, we have to. We need, first of all, we have to exercise our our, our priv- I mean, our, this are our amazing. Privilege to be able to vote right and we should all vote and um but gosh that this twi- trial is amazing in the sense that um i can't help but think that if this young man had been of a different race and we would be talking a different story here
0: wait there a uh,
1: trial wouldn't even have needed to happen
0: <laughs> it had been done and then, and this and i want to be clear to the uh the kosh listeners out there for me this is not about a weapon thing like i'm a weapon dude and so like this isn't about that. I do have a problem with someone crossing
1: our borders to come police Wisconsin people. Yeah. Think that. about that. Oh, not only and, that, but with a with a weapon that he was not even legally able to own. Right. And 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 so look, I'm as I'm I'm pretty
0: I'm pretty pro weapon. Um but there I ain't I ain't for that. Once again, a bunch of rules broken and exceptions and excuses being made. Yes. Yes. Exercise. Absolutely. This is the exercise of privilege. And it drives me crazy. Uh, yeah.
1: All I want is fair. Yeah. I just want fair. I I, I, I wonder what the families of the, the, the people who are sh- the victims, really. And the judge has, has had said. I mean, I had ordered... I mean, this is a crazy thing. He has ordered that the people who were shot cannot be called victims. Right. They could be called rioters, and I can't remember the other one. That well,
0: could, uh, uh, it was, you're right. It was rioters and, and one other derogatory yeah. term. To me,
1: if you're going to throw out terms, throw them all out. I'm like, hey he they, they were shot oh, right. and killed right and one of them wasn't armed I mean i'm like okay all right at the, at then, the, then, oh,
0: right they didn't shoot themselves
1: I don't <laughs> care who you are if you get shot you're a victim so yeah that that <laughs> that, that, that trial is just berserko and i am I don't know I have no idea what what's gonna happen and it's it's um yeah, I just don't know, and the, and the the idea of privilege is absolutely there, and the, you know, the the idea of 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 remorse is not there. I mean, absolutely not. I mean, nope. the fact that you, I, no take, take away a, a a two people's lives. I mean, and 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 wounded another gravely, and absolutely no remorse was shown. I mean, I'm thinking, wow, okay. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's crazy.
0: You know, what frustrates me even more is I'm always frustrated when things put Wisconsin in the national spotlight and we look like we we just don't look right.
1: No. We right? Don't. And
0: this right now, this trial, this trial where we let somebody from another state underage who shouldn't be able to legally own this weapon and this judge is basically leaning, clearly leaning to a certain direction, we as Wisconsin don't look right. Yeah, and no, I and agree. that is, and I'm too proud about my state for us to allow this kind of foolishness. And that and that's where I stand with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, there's one last thing: is that this, is, you know, that something like that happens, and this sets the precedence. You know, right now, I mean, go to Wisconsin, do what you want, you'll get off. Yeah, really that that's that's what. That, oh. So so uh, unless. Uh, okay are yeah, right yeah, yeah unless you're, you're of a s- yeah sudden pigmentation
0: yeah, that's right unless <laughs> unless your tan is is right. unless you got a tan <laughs> that's, that's what i'm gonna say that's right so
1: oh yeah yeah i have that why are you, right. why, are you pick, why were we picking like these crazy topics uh what do you mean
0: first of all <laughs> let me just say this once again as i always tell the kosh listeners uh hey kosh listeners uh you know if you've got something to say if you would like to share your thoughts on this right. subject matter please do not hesitate to email us at ask at gmail.com and uh, once again as ask the at gmail.com uh you know, we want to hear other views. We want to hear how you feel about it, uh, whether you agree, disagree, or or if you just think the topic is too tough to talk about. We we are open to it all. All right. Ready for the next one. Word association. So just tell me what you think about when we say these words. First word is
1: food. Fried chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, and corn. That's my favorite meal ever, and I got to tell you, my best friend used to make that for me on my birthday but now she won't because she owns chickens and now they're like her pets like her pets and i can't i'm not allowed to have chicken anymore
0: what so because she decides to own chickens
1: she won't fry you chicken no more no and that's my she's like you gotta pick up new favorite birthday meal and i'm like really really sad but the good news is mike's Place of you know in Oshkosh yes has these, this amazing roasted chicken which I had the other day just beca- me and my husband and we had it. it's not my birthday but I felt like I needed some fried chicken in my life so we got an eight piece and I ate like five. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> actually.
0: I'm going to celebrate that. <laughs> I'm going to throw out there, "Hey, don't you uh do you don't you do Parnell's? I mean, Parnell's has the best Sunday chicken."
1: Really? Yeah, okay. You've never
0: heard No. Oh, okay, no, let, me, no. let me I got to put
1: down Parnell's. Yeah,
0: let me break that down. That's Sunday and um in our household we call it cheap chicken because it's super it's probably the most affordable chicken meal and they do a superb job and it's on Sundays and okay. uh, and and it's it feels very family in Parnell, so right. I, I got love I, for Parnell. So I'm I'm gonna share that one with you. You need to go check that out. Absolutely. All right. Um, cocktail or beer?
1: Oh gosh, cocktail, and then I have two. Can I? I'm gonna brandy oh, yeah. old fashioned sweet, which I learned about in Wisconsin. That's 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 a Wisconsin drink, and I tell you why that um, I learned that. I was at um, in in California uh, in L.A. And we were playing Atlanta Falcons and that was one of those bad, bad playoffs games, and I was trying to find a Packer game to watch, and this is in LA. So I finally found a Packer bar and I got there late because I had to go to church. My dad was the pastor, I had to go to church. So I had to run out of the the, the, the you know the coffee hour afterwards. Changed into my Packer jersey in the parking lot, walked in, I was late and everything was filled. And I was walking around, walking around, trying to find somebody who, who like. And I finally just saw somebody who, you know, this family sitting around a uh, makeshift table that was a, a pool table. And I said, "Do you mind?" I said, "I'm from Wisconsin. I'm from Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm homeless. Could, do you mind if I sit with you?" And they said, "You're from Oshkosh. My dad coached football there back then. You know, he gave me. Oh letter. my god. I mean, Of all the people, and <laughs> you know, Oh my god! Yeah, and like." You got to be kidding me. So they let me sit down there. I ordered a brand new old-fashioned suite, and they did not know how to make it. And um, I was like, oh, hmm. so I had to tell them, because I didn't realize that it was not a, like a drink anywhere. I mean, it's just an you know, Wisconsin oh, no. drink. Oh, no, it's very so, Wisconsin. Yes. So that's my drink. And oh, then the other one is uh, Tito's Martini. Oh. Dirt, dirty. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to totally get down with that and uh, – God bless to the Tito's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, streaming.
1: We're watching right now Living With Yourself with Paul Rudd, who was just recently named it's the sexiest man alive with People Magazine, which I totally agree with. And it's awesome. It's a really funny, a little dark show. And you get to not only see one Paul Rudd, you get to see two. And I'm not going to go further than that.
0: Oh okay all right so that's what's streaming what what, uh what is that on is that on
1: netflix netflix Netflix. Netflix? yep Yep. okay okay um shop local oshkosh food co-op i'm a huge fan you know and Mm. and in fact my students have gone there this semester when they first opened to to do a, a bunch of stories about their you know employees and i just love that place and um i love that we have a a a store that um, a grocery store that offers so much and and promotes the the local um, other local farmers and our bakers and um, yeah Oshkosh Food Co-op.
0: Big time! I am, I'm not gonna lie, my favorite thing to go buy there, their soap. Really? It's the thing about they they got this soap and it's round and there's this. If I am correct, it is aloe oatmeal soap. Ooh! And I am like. <laughs> I'm crazy about it. I'm very picky about soap because the, you know, that you put on your skin, it matters. Like, you just can't go putting anything on your skin. I love the food co op too. A special shout out to Brenda out there. We're thinking about you. All right.
1: Um, community. I've already mentioned this, but I, I find that the, you know when I think of community like a tribe. I mean, I gotta say, Packer fans. I mean, everywhere. I mean, on on, on Sundays, I can wear my jersey and go to go to pick and save, or go anywhere, and I see somebody else, and we smile at each other, and it's like, yeah, go pack. You know? <laughs> and then, and seriously, it's the weirdest thing. Is like you know when you talk about, um, you know, like the, the homogeneity of, of 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 Oshkosh. But when we're all Packers, we're all the same. We all wear the same, you know, you know green and gold. I mean, we're the we are that pack. Yeah, you know, we are that community, and I find that really fascinating. And I am really proud to be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: fair enough. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm gonna have to work on my Packer gear. You're, you're making me feel some kind of way, great.
1: Yeah, no, you're gonna be an you're an outsider. <laughs> yeah, I'm an outsider. I, and if you, I mean, you'll be worse if you're a Bears fan.
0: No, I, well, no, I'm born and raised Wisconsin, I'm a Bucks fan.
1: Okay, all right, no, that's cool. And, and,
0: and and I'm, see, I'm, I'm born and raised with Milwaukee, so, so, like, the Milwaukee Brewers, Milwaukee Bucks, like, that's near and dear, that's stuff I went to when I was really young. sports fans,
1: the community of sports fans is just a, it's a weird phenomenon. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, uh, students. Oh, man, so, you know, what come, I mean, I know you only want a word association, but I have like love and hate and fear and hope. <laughs> I mean, <That's> I have those That's <laughs> a lot going on. I mean, I love my students, but there are times when, oh my goodness, but, but you know what here, the thing is that there are times when I'm looking at what's happening in our world and I want to shake them and I'm just going to say, hey man, it's all on you. You have to save us all, you know, from this this crazy things that's happening to us. That's true. And, and um. So that's where my hope and my well, my fear and hope come in. It's like, are our yeah. You know, the, the 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 cliche, you know, that the children are of our future, and they they absolutely are. And I, I I wish I could convey this to my students that they have this amazing power. This uh, they have this amazing power to do truly do good in our society and for themselves and their their own children someday. And and um for each other. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I got a lot going on with that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I, I love that point of view because, um, yeah, I, the students are the future. Um, and, and I'm not just talking higher ed students. I'm talking about our students, our children. Um, and we do, they, they, they're going to have to save us from ourselves. That's exactly right. But you know what? I do have tons of hope. um, Beyond hope, actually, um, just because I think some of the things right now that we're fighting about, and uh, we're all in our corners about and partisan about, our kids aren't like hung up on that. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like, just an example. You know, um, masks. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you got all these grown folks. Mm-hmm. Old folks, grown folks, fighting about this piece of cloth on your face, and the kids, and they fighting on behalf of the kids. And the kid, my kid, don't want to wear it. The kid don't care. They don't care. They don't they care. Don't you know don't what they won't care about? Kicking it. They would. They're worried about if if I put this on my face and I get to kick it with my friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I get to kick it with my friends. They do
1: not care. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. I think it's it's um it's crazy what um some. I don't know some of the issues that's going on now, but one thing about the youth I think is really cool. And my kids, my kids are twenty five and twenty two, and the the thing about being inclusive or having you know um, just accepting of people of regardless of, the, of their, their gender, their you know their identity, their their race, and um, I mean my generation, you know, uh, the word gay was you know. You know, used tossed about as a, as a um, um, pejorative. I mean, like you know, it was, it was derogative. It was know, a that, slur. Yeah, it was a slur. And were, or or um, you make that as a as a um, you know, you're, you're you know, oh you're so gay or something yeah. like that. And that's just like a, you know, we didn't know what that meant, but it was just it was wrong. My children have friends who are 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 LGBTQIA plus. I mean, they and it's just not an issue. You know, no. it's like. And I'm thinking, wow, how far have we come, you know? And my kids are hybrids. I mean, you know. <laughs> blended, blended. Uh,
0: I have a blended child myself. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
1: And then and then things that you know they haven't really, ex- you know, there was no, there was no. Um, I mean, now at least in Oshkosh, there was really no discrimination in that in that sort. And they they ex- they have friends of all shapes and sizes and elk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I love that. I, I just absolutely love that they had, um, they, they're that more, you know, accepting and open than, than say you're in my generation. I would agree with that um,
0: 100%. And yeah, like my daughter is a total warrior. She is a total ally advocate. She goes hard. Like she ain't trying to hear none of it. And she she will come for you if you're talking nonsense like uh, and and I admire her for it. Like, I, I I just sit back and watch it go down. Like, don't 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 say something crazy around my daughter because she, <laughs> you know, we no. got we got uh, family. We got uh, uh, friends. I mean, the whole nine. And, and she she's having none of it. She is not the silent type. She is That's a total right. person. Yeah, that to is come. awesome. That and and awesome. so that is my hope for the next gen. And that, that is part of what I was getting at is like some of the some of the things that we're we are bickering, pointing things out, being partisan about. Uh, like, I really think this next gen is like, that's all stupid. <laughs> 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 I think they'll find their own thing to fight about, right, but it right. ain't going to be right. those things right. that they fight about. Right. You know. Right. All right. right. We are
1: on to the next segment. Next segment, Kosh Hidden Gems. You know, I, I'm sure people already know this, but for those who don't, I love Thunderbird Bakery. You know, this place keeps coming up. <laughs> and, and you know, I'm not
0: going to lie. So, look, Thunderbird, if you out there listening, you've come up on the show as a topic multiple times. We need to have you as guests. Oh, my gosh.
1: Liz uh, Redman and her husband are just amazing. And I actually... Met Liz a, a, a few. I don't know how many years ago when she was actually working out at um. O's, I can't remember the name. Oh God, this is going to drive me nuts. Um, this organic farm, and um, and then she moved on to a couple other places, and then and then um, then she started her own business with her husband, and they make. I am not lying, and I am not getting paid. <laughs> 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 they make. <Well. laughs> they make the world's greatest cinnamon rolls and i got to tell you i you know during this pandemic they had um you know people i got to say i during the pandemic i gained so much weight and i blame my 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 weakness for those cinnamon rolls you got to blame some. <laughs> So yeah, Thunderbird Bakery, they make um, um great breads. They make the cinnamon rolls and they are um and the, you know, the croissants my husband will eat those croissants without putting anything on it. I mean, they're that good. So, yes, that's one hidden gem. And then this is not really a, you know, new, but I still love it. Sakura has this three lunch, three roll lunch, and I mean, I'm I'm talking about a lot of food here, but yeah, they, you know, Sakura, the, the, the Japanese restaurant and um You know they make a meal out of this lunch, and this is something that would you know people would pay like forty dollars, you know, or more, yeah, like in New York City or something like that. But it's it's, it'll it'll fill you up: three rolls and soup and a salad. I mean, can't beat it. No, that that is a
0: fabulous lunch. Uh, My daughter is like. She went to she went there so much there for a while. they like like, uh, I think they knew her first name. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I could tell, too. I walked in there one time with her for lunch, and they totally just smiled at her and, like, waved her <laughs> to her table as if. And I was like, it's
1: a, it's a whoa! Res- it's reserved for her. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and now, hold on, I got a couple more things, hidden gems. UW Oshkosh Sports. I am a huge fan of our Titans, and I think that they are a, I mean, Oshkosh we have we have the herd we have the glow, but you know what we have our amazing high school i mean college sports and i'm a big fan of the men and women's basketball team and it's, it's 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 family friendly and i would i would encourage you to come and support them in the football team and everything and our theater our theater and performance arts you know this is the one thing that i think that people don't in Oshkosh don't know about we have amazing music program and we have this beautiful theater i mean you know this um what do you call that the auditorium the it? auditorium yeah. yeah and you gotta you gotta you gotta come and it's oftentimes it's you know really cheap and you get quality you know really amazing quality so those are things i would think are 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 hidden gems i can't stress that enough uh, you know and what I have
0: learned um, and being married to someone who is a local of Oshkosh, like uh, I don't think the local people born, raised Oshkosh um, get an opportunity to know all the cool things that do happen on campus. And you're invited. You know, you're totally invited. And I would like to encourage also, um, you know, there's there's cool things like our sports teams. Guess what? They're good. Like they've they've been going winning conference championships and, and winning national championships and and you need to go see those and that theater is a beautiful theater, and we do have this amazing uh, music program, you know there is not an invisible force field around campus. Come on in, they would love to see you, and um, it is by far an affordable thing to do and always family friendly. Absolutely, absolutely, right. Did you have one more? Was that it? I
1: think I, I I think those are the other stuff. I mean, you know, I'm sure the other ones have already been mentioned in, in the White Wash Trail. I mean, those you know those and then the Menominee Park. I mean, all those things are great. I mean, but those that those things that I mentioned, I really love, and I think that uh, you know people in Oshkosh could take advantage of it
0: all right um shout out to thunderbird again if you are listening uh we need to have you on we need to have you on
1: i think i should get a special discount ah,
0: oh <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs>
1: all right what's the cash need okay so i we need a really big independent bookstore I know we have i love karma crisp they have a beautiful cafe a gift store an ice cream shop and a, um and a bookstore but i think we need a, a truly a really big independent bookstore that ha- that is folks not like a barnes noble only independent <laughs> and and um you know bring in authors and readings and things like that i just i just think that what that's one thing that we're missing here yeah and well we used to have that one bookstore. Yeah. It's yeah, the the paper tiger. And yeah, it right. went it went away. But yeah, I would love to have one downtown. I mean, I think that would be a great literary hub. And um bring local you know, bring local authors in and national authors in. I think it would be it would be awesome to have a independent mm-hmm. bookstore.
0: You know what, uh, you, now that you say that, it, uh, it surprises me, actually, maybe that we don't have one due to the fact that, you know, we, we do have a, we are a college city in a yeah. sense, and um, we have lots of readers in Oshkosh, and uh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um. Next segment. It is the naughty slash heroes corner. This is your opportunity to nominate someone, something, organization, whatever to the naughty or the heroes
1: corner. Well, I know I already brought up Aaron Rodgers, but um, the NFL I think it belongs on the naughty column because you know they are the ones who who <clears throat> the organization actually assigns uh, um, the fines and the penalties. And, you know, Aaron was, was fined, I think, like, like a little under $15,000 for his violation of the COVID protocols that they set. And yet, a, a, another player from another team was fined more than that for having his jersey untucked. And I'm thinking, what? Ugh where is the fairness in this, you know? Yeah, so, consistency. I know, absolutely. And I'm like, "What? So it's like, okay, they belong on the naughty column because again, we talk about the, you know, privilege and and um of a certain people and um, yeah. well, they did find the Packers
0: 300,000 though. That's true, but <sighs> I mean, which surprised me cuz that was like what? And I'm wondering, and, and I didn't understand that fine. I, I haven't read an article about it yet and I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but I, I'm assuming that the
1: fine for the Packers is because the team knew. Right. Well, actually the NFL knew. They all knew. They all knew. It's just the only people that we didn't, we didn't know. The fans we, didn't know. The and fans then, didn't And the media didn't know, but uh, it was just crazy. I mean, I'm like, but yeah, I think you just gotta be, if you're going to set a rule, be consistent across the board kind of thing. Right. That,
0: I'm just about. You're right. I'm all. My whole thing is fairness, mm-hmm. you know. And and whatever you're going to do, you have to do for all. And you can't be these people out here. Well, oh, people need to do this, and then you you cherry pick who it applies exactly. to. Exactly. Right. Right. Then no, no. That's where mm-hmm. the problem yeah. comes from. Yeah. Is when the cherry picking happens. And and to me, you know, you either let them all go or you persecute them all. Right. You know, but whatever it is, it should be straight across the board. Yeah. I have no problem whichever side yeah. of the fence it's right.
1: on. Right, right, right. All right. right. Uh, the, on the hero side, so in my on my Facebook personal Facebook timeline, uh, I have pictures that are that's populating my timeline of little kids, five to twelve year olds, who are now allowed. You know, they they, they to get their vaccinations, and they are. It's just. All these pictures of smiling kids showing off their biceps, doing their power—you know, Superman—you know the uh, 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 double bicep pose. I love that so much; it, it always brings tears of joy to my eyes because these these kids—they were waiting. I mean, they know and they know that you know. Some one kid was one mom posted that her her daughter was getting in line to get her shot, and somebody asked her, "So, are you afraid?" She said, "She said." Just a little bit, but I know when I get it, I'm gonna not just help me, but I'm gonna help my mom. And it turned out the mom is immunocompromised, so she understands. Okay, so I just love that. So those are my little heroes. My little heroes this week are the are those little kids willing to go and get the shot to to help not only their family but everybody. And they, you know, and again, you know, they want to go and play.
0: (laughs) To our youth. All right. now we are into Topic of the Week. All right. So, uh, Grace, you want to share with us what the Topic of the Week is?
1: I am a fan. It's, it's the power of storytelling. I am just a fan of stories. I love listening to people's stories. I love to, you know, to tell stories. So um, it is how powerful this this mechanism is to communicate, you know. So, um, yeah, the power of storytelling. All right. Let's get into it. What do you got? Um, I got to start from the beginning, I guess. You know, uh, growing up, I, I loved reading Stephen King um, books. Ooh. You know, and they're scary. And when you're a little, when, when a little kid, I was like, a, you know, like early teens. And I discovered St- Stephen King and started reading him voraciously. And I then and there I decided that I was going to be the female Stephen King when I grew up. Okay. And so I was going to write scary books, be an author. And then, um, then you know, the reality hit. Uh, you know, my, my you know, come from a family that believes, you know, in in in, in being productive c- citizens, which means you need to get a job, <laughs> <laughs> right. pay your, pay, your, pay pay taxes, and contribute to society in a the, in productive and in good way. So the idea. Back then, of being a creative writer was not just something that I, I was like, well, I don't know if I can get a job doing that. Who, who does who? So I went into journalism. And you know what? Um, so I got my degree at, at the University of Texas in journalism. And it was, you know, telling stories and, and uh, r- like, real stories about real people was sometimes more even more fantastical than the stuff that Stephen King was writing. And had been writing, so I became a journalist. And I, I, I you know, and I had, um, I read somewhere that some, some, woman was saying an author saying that she's just fascinated by people she doesn't understand, and I kind of hold that, and yeah, you know, that's kind of my motto too. I, so I am absolutely fascinated, and I want to know about them. So my first job out of you know a college was working as a crime reporter for the Austin American Statesman. Where I, you know, for me to have a great day as a reporter covering crime, what do you think needs to happen? Crime. Yep. So I had to see the, you know, I I, I got to see the, the worst of humanity. On top of that, I, I, but, you know, you know, in concert with that, I got to see the best of humanity. So, you know, so I got to talk to, you know, like you know, murderers, but then I got to talk to, you know, the, the, the heroes who, who saved, you know, some, some baby from a fire. I mean, I, you know, I got to see a gamut of, 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 of humanity there. So again, these are these stories I just love. And, um, but more recently, what I have learned about the Humans of Oshkosh storytelling project is that the stories that my students and I have been telling for the past, I don't know, since 2014, um, are powerful for instance for instance one of the stories that we um, one of the uh, community partners we had was the United Way of Oshkosh um, when they um, came to us and asked uh, if th- we could help them with their um, with their um, campaign on women and children in poverty so we devoted a whole book to stories of people in um, the Boys and Girls Club, the, the the food pantry, the community pantry, the uh, St. Vincent's um, Habitat for Humanity, and Day-by-Day Day Warming Shelter. And then, so we... I had my students go out and talk to the volunteers who work at those places, the clients that they served, the, um, you know, the, 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 the very few paid employees because these organizations ha- often rely on a core of volunteers, the big heart of volunteers. Right. And when we were at the day-by-day warming shelter, we met a, a, a guy. Um, and it was, you know, when I asked my students the first day, actually, before we started on this project, I asked them, what does poor look like to you? Okay, so that was a really Ooh. that was a that was a thought provoking question for the first day of class. Okay. Yeah, it is. So I had them. I said, "Be honest." I said, "I said, be honest and 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 then write down what you think." Okay, there's no judgment here. So they came back with with words like this. I mean, I don't know, like the, the word association kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They came back with dirty, uneducated, unemployed. Um, I mean. Dirty skin, dirty hair. I mean, they you know, addiction. I mean, they had come up with a bunch of really harsh imagery, okay? Right. And then I had to share with them my own story that I hadn't shared for a long time and that when my parents came to America, you know, the first 10 years of our lives here in America, my dad was not paid as a pastor. He was like a volunteer pastor. He worked a third shift at a meat packing factory, okay he worked as a dishwasher for Denny's and that's how we lived and then when um, but the thing is that my brother and I were little kids we didn't know what was what was up and there was no lack of love where there there was always food on the table there was always a r- roof over our head but then when I would ask my my mom can we go to um you know my, my friend would have like a polo shirt or whatever and I say hey can I, I would like one you know and then she'll say you know what we can always find that same thing or something similar and it's clo- you know it's closer i want to go to jc penny's or sears so where my parent my, my friends went they said we go to goodwill and um and we'll find the same thing and it's closer and I said all right so we go to goodwill and here i am thinking that goodwill is just like jc penny and sears right no any better okay. right and i wore my shirt i wore a shirt to school and i was really proud of it and one of my one of my girlfriends you know this has been fourth grade And she said, where'd you get that shirt? And I said, goodwill. I was so proud. And she said, goodwill? That's for poor people. And that was the first time that I realized that I was poor in her eyes and that I was less than. I felt less than. And I'm thinking, wow. I mean, so I shared that story with my students. And then I said, we're going to be doing these stories. Okay, so that, that man that we saw... At the day by day warming shelter, had this photo. I asked, you know, that student asked, you know, about her uh, family. I mean, what, what, how did he end up at the day by day warming shelter? And he just said he had health issues and one thing led to another, and that people were, so many people were living paycheck to paycheck. And by missing some paychecks, he ended up homeless. Yep. But here's the thing he had kept one thing of value. <clears throat> And it was a car, and I can't remember what year it was, like a nineteen sixty four something car, <coughs> that he has been saving for his son. And they would, after school, he would go. <coughs> Excuse me. After school, he would go and pick up his son. They walk, and they they would they would work on that car. They would be doing that together, right? right. And he and this is something that he's saving for his son. And I and and my my, my student, would, you know, came back from that interview and just said, you know. He's, he's a dad who loves his son. He's not this, you know, this yucky homeless guy or something like that. This is a guy who had some health issues and one thing led to another. And But he's a, he's like he's like my dad who loves me as much, you know, and he loves his son. So this is the thing that, that allowed this project, allowed my students to see these segments of this population more than just the t- statistics, they're people. So here comes the power of storytelling. So at least my students were, were, were affected that way. During the, um, you know, like halfway through the semester, I had a student that come, came to me in my office hour, and she said, you know those stories that we've been working on? And I said, yes. And then she said, they're about my mom and me. Then she shared her own story about how they had lived in, you know, in a car, they, they have actually stayed, lived in a car, you know, and... And that they had relied on St. Vinny's to help them out to pay electricity, you know, in, with their with their program. So, and I'm thinking, this is, I mean, I was like stunned. I mean, she looks like this fresh-faced, you know, sophomore, you know, just, and she said, there, you know, she, what she wanted to do was tell her mother's story. She said, can I tell her, you know, and I said, are you sure? Because this is going to be out in the public. This is going to be on Facebook. We're going to put in a video. This is going to be in a book. And she said, yes, she wants her story told. And it was phenomenal. And I just thought, one of her, you know, she actually gave a public um, speech about this. And she started with a, what does poor look like? She used my question. And then she ended with, poor looks like me. And it was just, wow. yeah. And so, okay, even, even further than that, 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 that year, um, the Day by Day Warming Shelter had um, a, a number of our books that they sent to certain people. And um, the director at that time had told me that that year they raised more money than they had before. And I had to believe because we put a face uh, and and a voice and a name to these people that these donors have been serving, you know. Right. And so the power of storytelling absolutely, you know, that was was actually like quantified. Yeah, I can go on, but. (laughs) Oh,
0: well, yeah. No, I, I got, I literally... Got goosebumps because mm-hmm. I felt that, and I and and that whole poor poverty thing. Like I think a lot of people are a lot closer to it than they realize, mm-hmm. or there's a lot of people that don't realize like that they might be in it because they're living on credit cards or whatever right. the situation is, right? right? And it doesn't take much to 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 end up there. Right. It's like it's a couple paycheck. It's a paycheck away
1: oh, for yeah. many. Sure. Literally. I mean, you know, I think financial advisors say that you should have like six months. Like you can if something happens. Three months. Three the, months is the thing. The, well, I have heard. That, but the thing is that I, I don't have that. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs>
1: right. I mean, I, in my retirement plan you know. It's is, is solely based on my my. I told my best friend. I say I'm sure hoping you are putting aside for me and John. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: I I need some retirement help
1: too. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, so my students, we've 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 done a number of these stories focusing on certain segments of the um, of of our our community. We did one on the first responders, which was really again really incredible in the sense that. Our first responders. I mean, if you think about it, we are able to to sleep at night because there are out, people outside <laughs> working around the clock without our knowing, keeping our community safe. And I don't want to feel. I don't want to be like a like a like a blind cheerleader of sorts. But I gotta say though, I I, I am I, when I say I, I'm fascinated by people. I don't understand. I don't understand people who run toward bullets. Okay. I don't understand people who run toward of a burning building. I don't understand people who jump into freezing waters because somebody else, some drunken person, fell in it. I mean, we have that every single year. But somebody else is going to jump in and and save that person. I don't understand those people, okay? But I am so grateful for these people who actually do those kind of jobs that's counterintuitive for the rest of us who want to just run away.
0: Agreed. Uh, Agreed. So... You know, you've talked about books. Are these available? Can people get them? I mean, if 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 Cash listeners yeah, uh, yeah. are like, "Hey, uh, Grace, you you, I I need to learn, or I need more, or or I, I want to see these," how th- is that possible?
1: Okay, so yes, the 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 short answer is yes, and the more involved answer um, uh, is this. The the most recent book is available at Reev uh, Reve, uh, Reve, uh, Reve Union at UW Oshkosh, and you can go to the website, the bookstore website. And our latest book is is actually a um, a two hundred page book on the hundred fiftieth year of uw oshkosh and it's it was a celebration for the sesquicentennial so my students and i um you know interviewed alumni students and staff about their experiences here at uw oshkosh and and i'm very proud of that book because it it has a lot of really cool things for those of you who love uw oshkosh i only have like 50 copies left (laughs) and you can get a discount so um go to the bookstore the other books, the other Humans of Oshkosh books, we haven't put on the website yet, but if you email me, I am happy to give you, you know, to to, to, um, to let you know what I have available. We have, like, ones for a te- for teachers, the, the the one on women and children in poverty, the, um, um, and then the first responders. We have, you know, what else do we have? Uh, veterans. I mean, we've had one f- uh, focusing on veterans. So we have a number of those. And I don't know if you can put anything on your website. Can you? Well, oh yeah, okay. I can.
0: Uh, we will have links on okay. the website. Okay. Um, we can yeah. uh, uh, look
1: within the notes of the
0: podcast.
1: Perfect. Perfect. So I will give Timber all the information, and all the proceeds from the sales of these books goes to the fund at UW Oshkosh Fund Foundation um, that helps support the projects that my students and I do. So yeah. Um, yeah, we you know it's, it's pretty amazing when I look at the body of work that um, the, the the students have done. It's this is where the love comes in, and then the frustration comes at the beginning of every semester. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tell you, somebody who's
0: worked with Grace. Uh, it is a love hate relationship that happens with these projects. Uh, when they're finished, there's a lot of love and there's a lot of challenge while we're trying to get them finished. Let me tell you, and there's no messing around. <laughs> they are fantastic, That's right, though.
1: You know, it's amazing that I had a student come back, a former student come back to talk to my current students. And she actually said, I mean, I can't believe she said it to them, but she said, You know, there are times when you're going to you want to kill Grace. But then you, then then at the end you say, "Oh my gosh, we did this! <laughs> How the heck do we do this?"
0: <laughs> For all those out there who don't know, I I tease Grace all the time that she missed her true calling as a drill sergeant.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Timber, you, you are absolutely right because I I tell my students right off the bat that you know look, I am going to you know this, you know the things that you, know, you have to grade. I mean that's the thing is that you 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 assign grades to students, but Truly, my class is a pass-fail, and I'm going to drag you across that finish line. I mean, dr- <laughs> not literally, but, you know, but I'm going to drag you, and we're going to work. We're going to work really hard. And, and I said, just do your job, man. Just do your job. Do
0: your job. Famous words. Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you would like to add? Are we are we at my, my 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 parting words here? No 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 uh, wait, wait, no parting words come come at the very very okay, end. Okay. But we we are uh, if you if you are wrapping up your topic, we are wrapping no. up the main topic.
1: Yeah, no, I I just like I said, I, I I am a big fan of stories, and I um I encourage everybody to tell their stories. I mean, especially you know what if you have. Grandparents, older people in the family. I would encourage you to start asking them questions. Tape it because those are going to be treasures. That's true. uh, And um, yeah, just just you know, keep on telling. This is how uh, the stories really do connect us as a community. I learn more. I learn about people by talking to them. We talk. We share. We exchange our stories, and this is how we get to to become a, a community. Yes. All right. All right, well,
0: we're starting to, we're getting to the point of the show. We're going to start winding down. Um, once again, Kosh listeners out there, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, for tuning in. Uh, I I can't stress that. Um, I'm always surprised at people who I run into, and they're like, hey. I listened to that episode. Uh, I was recently went to the herd game and uh, we did some shout outs to uh, teachers at Washington elementary school. Cause that's where my daughter went and I ran into Mrs. Kroll and Mrs. Kroll's like, I totally heard the episode and thank you for the show. Yes, people. And so thank you all out there who are listening uh, to the cash. Uh, once again, you know, this is a work in progress. Um, we are always trying to get better. We are always trying to grow, and I need you to do that. Please, please, please feel free to email us at askthakash at gmail.com. Once again, that is askthakash at gmail.com. Um, now, it is that time. It is my favorite time in the show. It is shout out time. This is the opportunity to get your shout outs in. So, Grace, who you want to shout out?
1: When you say who or what? I oh mean, well, you can
0: shout out whatever you want. Is you know, it's shout-outs.
1: Okay, so I I'm gonna give a shout out to the TEDx Oshkosh. For those of you who don't know what that is, I mean we you've you've heard of TED Talks. I mean, you've probably gone to YouTube and listened to a few of them and watched a few of them. Oshkosh actually hosts its own TED Talks. I mean it's a TEDx Oshkosh. And um it's um we have one next next saturday in fact at the grand opera house it's a day long of 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 speakers who are going to talk about a, a whole bunch of array of really interesting um topics and one of my former students actually is going to be a a speaker she wrote a first person essay in my class in my, in a journalism class um and and i am not gonna get, i'll just give you a little teaser on that and it's and it's about um you know how, how society views people who are felons okay and this young woman wrote a first person essay and made everybody cry including my really tough boys okay we had we all had tears streaming by the end and i told her this is really good we could get this public. we should get this published and then i encouraged her to um submit her, um, a, a, a pitch, a, you know, pitch to TEDx Oshkosh, and, and it's it's highly competitive. You know, they get pitches from all over the country, sometimes, you know, from other countries. And they. Um, she was one of, I think, 15 or 16 speakers, and I think they had a, a 4% acceptance rate. Ooh. I mean, so she is going to be one of the speakers. We're going to have other speakers, um, the guy who started the political politico.com who uh, he was now um, co-owner of axios Uh, jim van high is going to be there
0: awesome
1: Um, i mean so we have so tedx oshkosh i love that and um you know i i I feel like i'm i am a big fan of 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 my campus community and i just learned that we are getting a pep band and i called the bolt which is awesome and i am um giving them a shout out because i can't wait because yeah, at the football games, every time they play a canned um, music, you know we're you know we're pretending that we're you know my fan my friends and I were pretending we're part of the band and we're marching and we're <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm playing my imaginary cymbals. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> so now I am totally hoping that they might have a, a section for faculty members, you know, because I totally want to play the bass drum with cymbals.
0: <laughs> I like it.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I. I think that's what I, uh the shout outs I have right now. I am oh. sure I'll, I'll think of something the minute we we say, you know, <laughs> until the minute I leave. Oh, well, you know,
0: <laughs> you know. If you if you, you get back at me, we can we can add shout outs in the notes.
1: Oh, hold on, honey. You know what one thing that I do, you know, for those of you who don't know that, you know, Humans Washkosh featured Timber um, on Thursday, um, um, as, a, as, a, as to honor the veterans in our country. And th- you should all go and, and read that story. Every time I read that story, it makes me cry. And Timber is a wonderful storyteller, and um, he's a veteran, and he's, um, yeah, and it's something that you and I should talk about is this. Um, I mean, I am I, a big fan of our, 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 our military uh, members, and I always... Again, I'm fascinated by, by people who do things that I just don't understand, which is one of the things is that we, our nation has a voluntary military force, armed forces, okay? So people actually volunteer knowingly that they could very well be deployed to a war zone or a, a place of conflict. And, and um, I'm thinking, again, I mean, why, why, why? And then the other thing I was thinking about is that phrase thank you for your service I mean I always feel like that I am I, I feel like that's almost like a and you know the people of the veterans that we've we've talked to an in the interview they always feel a little embarrassed by that that's that that, um, that phrase and pardon me don't want I don't want to say that anymore and I don't know what else to say you know because I guess I don't want to make, seem like a like like a, 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 a automatic thing oh you're a veteran. Oh, thank you for your service, and 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 then be done with that. I mean, what what is a better thing to say?
0: I don't have one. <laughs> I, I sincerely don't. And uh, you know, in the past, we have done, we we even did a panel on it, and and how do veteran and everybody, you know, veterans are as diverse as America because they are America, and um, there's people who feel highly uncomfortable with it, and there's people who are very comfortable with it. and there's those. And, you know, and depending on what, what time period you served in or what conflict you may have served in, there were ton, there were the reverence of those who have served was not always there, but with our, by our country and our fellow citizens. And so there's people who run the gamut in the emotion and how they feel. So I, I, it's a very individualized thing. Um, and, and I don't have a good answer
1: you know I, one thing I've learned to do though is if I do find somebody who had served in the military rather than I mean if I, I if it just slips out of that thank you for your service I try to follow up with something else where did you serve when did you serve what you know and 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 having an actual conversation then yes. rather than just have that simple statement Yes. yeah you know, you know, so I think that um some of the, our veterans had said that to, to to us too that they would like to have an actual conversation yeah i I think and uh showing true
0: interest Yep. I think that's important.
1: All right. So
0: my shout outs. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to the herd. There was the first game this week. We won in a buzzer beater. Uh, The herd was, oh my God, it was so good. It was fabulous. Uh, It felt good. You know what felt good, Grace, to be back together again. And I can't stress that enough. Um, to just be in the arena, to have the energy, to have a game, to do something societally together. I can't stress it enough. So shout out, shout out to the Herd. And hey, Herd players, if you out there listening, I would love, love, love to have any Herd players on the cash. All right. Uh, shout out to my man, Tarman. Uh, always a shout out to my man, Tarman. And uh, shout out to... Um, Maria at the PAC, good looking out, good looking out. And since uh, Veterans Day was this last Thursday, shout out to all those who have served, of course, and a special shout out to Justin Drayback. Uh, Justin. Got your email. I appreciate you sharing um, sharing the things. Justin's moving to the area, and so he listens to the kosh. He was listening to the kosh to learn about Oshkosh, and I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Right? Like somebody is listening so they can learn where they're moving to and who we are.
1: You're getting big, Timber. I'm not getting big.
0: I'm just I'm just a man with a funny name. Um, <laughs> All right, Grace, we are almost at the end here, and this is your opportunity. What parting words of wisdom do you have for the Kosh listeners?
1: So at the end of every semester, um, I I, I do have parting words for my students, which I think are appropriate for the listeners of of this podcast. I always, um, you know, um, Anderson Cooper, who is an anchor of CNN, uh, I think during one of his senior uh, the Commencement speeches, one of the speeches. had said something like, never underestimate the value of out-hustling everyone else, okay? And I really like that sentiment, okay? That, you know, um, even in our advanced ages, that I like to um, work hard. And I think that um, that we should continue to do that uh, in whatever, you know, whatever we do. And the other ones, and, and I tell my students, is that, you know, remember remember that words have power, I mean absolute power. They have great power and please use them for good. Okay. And then lastly, I tell them, um, if you're gonna drink, please don't drive. And if you smoke, just stop. <laughs> I feel that.
0: Grace, thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. All
0: right. We're gonna wrap this up.
1: Thank you, cash listeners. The cash.